Welcome to Maximize Your Social, practical and actionable advice on how your business can truly maximize your social media presence. Now, the host of Maximize Your Social, author of the recently published book of the same name and founder of Maximize Social Business, Neil Schaefer. Hey, this is Neil Schaefer, and welcome to another episode of Maximize Your Social. Today, I have a very special guest for our podcast, Jason Duncan of Miller Farm Media. Some of you who are avid readers of Maximize Social Business, like you should be, already know of Jason from his contributions in the topic of video. And in fact, if you've watched the book trailer for Maximize Your Social, which you should have as well, that was actually done by Jason and his team here at Miller Farm Media. So I couldn't think of any better person to bring on to talk really about what I call, and I've called it on earlier podcasts, I think I recorded a podcast shortly after I recorded that video of really that social media marketers tend to forget about video in their social media marketing, but it's still an extremely powerful medium, and there's no better person to talk about that than Jason. So Jason, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. So, I mean, Jason, you've been doing video since, obviously, before social media. YouTube has been around for a while, obviously. And when you used to do video, it was on corporate websites, what have you, and now we're seeing social video. And we see long form on YouTube, we see short form with Vine and what have you. You know, starting out, when you meet with clients that are talking about, hey, you know, we want to record video and we want to have some sort of social aspect to it, what would be the first sort of things that you would recommend them think about? They need to think about the, the story they want to tell, and they need to make sure that their that story is cohesive across all of the social media channels. You really need to take a lot of time to think, how does this fit our brand overall, and does this, this voice fit that brand? So it's less about the social side and more of telling your story tell, and tell your branding it, and how you use the video medium to help bring that to life. Right. It goes back to terms overused, but content's king. So having content that fits your brand and hits all the metrics you're trying to hit is very important. Tells that story. The next piece is that story needs to have an emotion to it. Mm. You know, people buy emotionally, they don't buy rationally. So what is the emotion that your video is going to have to engage the audience? So when someone comes in and says, hey, we want to make a viral video after you stop laughing, I'm assuming, <laughs> it really comes down to those basic elements. And how have those basic elements that you talk about, the storytelling and the emotion, has the advent of social media and the popularity of YouTube, has, it, has that changed in any way or is it still like it was before social? It's still like it was before social. It's just opened it up to a lot more people. Before when we started in 2003, it was usually only larger companies that used video because it was so expensive. And now everyone's trying to find a way to be a part of that on some level. We talk a lot about storytelling. It's become a very popular buzzword in social media marketing. Yeah. And obviously video has been doing that for way before the advent of Facebook. But what about emotion? How do you convey emotion in a video? My, and my answer circles back around. It actually is about storytelling. One of my favorite videos that we ever created was for a company, they make sandcastles. I mean, what a great profession to have is be professional sandcastle makers. Awesome. But the, the guy, who, the gentleman who owns the, the company tells a story about how they were creating a sandcastle for an engagement. And the couple was to come, you know, as the sun was setting and the, the sandcastle would be there and it would say, will you marry me? And he'd get on one knee and do the whole thing. Awesome. Well, the, the, the tide started to come in and the sandcastle was too close to the water. And there was a birthday party happening down the beach and these 10-year-old these girls caught wind of what was going to happen if, if the sandcastle was gone. You know, it would be, be this awful moment. So they grabbed their boogie boy boards and they stood side by side. And as the waves would come in, it would knock them down. And they get back up and they brace for the next wave and they were able to save the sandcastle until the couple could come and you know wow. get engaged in front of it. So you know, that story creates an emotion 
that makes you want to learn more about why this guy does what he does and and it's a great way to, to draw people into the video and that's really the the best way find out what you do that's unique how you've gone above and beyond why you do what you do those all there's stories and all of that and that's really what can take your video to the next level and that's advice that not just for video but any you know form of marketing is really the the basics right that's what it comes down to it's true yeah. and i think that a lot of marketers when they think about storytelling they immediately think about keywords and what i would call content buckets what have you but it's really getting down to the core of who you are what you do well and how you do it right it's it's being human and that goes for you know executives you know all the way to the local you know, pizza shop. They really need to look for those stories. One of my favorite examples of how executives are doing this well is the, the show Undercover Boss. They spend the first five minutes telling a, a story about this executive so you care about him. And then he goes through this emotional journey with people in his company. So when a client contacts you, how do you help them find those hidden stories? Because I, I doubt that they come all prepared with the stories, right? And you know, this is what we want to do, and this is the emotion. And it's a lot of questions. We really take the time to get to know them, and that's one of the best parts of this job is you get to learn things about people and see behind the scenes of places that no one else is really allowed to go because you you've got to find those stories, and then you've got to find a sequence to be able to tell them in. So, Jason, when we worked together on the uh, the Maximize Your Social Book trailer, obviously, I learned a heck of a lot in the process. One of the things, since we're talking about video, and you mentioned that in the past, it obviously required a certain amount of resources. Today, it still does, obviously, as well. About the, the quality of video, the advent of, you know, being able to shoot MP4s or whatever on your smartphone, upload it to YouTube. What do you have to say about, you know, what the quality should be? And if there is still a minimum amount of quality that I'm assuming that corporate brands should be cognizant or, or aware of, how could potentially these lower forms, lower grade quality forms of video be used in your marketing mix? So brands have to be careful with this because in the early days of YouTube, it was okay to record a, and, and this was what, uh, 2008, 2005, on your flip camera and it was, hey, everybody, and, and do that whole thing. You know, flip cameras that went out with the advent of the smartphone, of course. But with that, also went out the ability to create content that wasn't as professional or polished because the audience has become more savvy. They start to expect things to look a little more polished. So it's it's now finding that happy medium. The the hard part is that video is expensive, no matter how you slice it. I mean, there's always someone that's willing to work cheaper and, and you can always find that guy, but there's risks there too. So what do you do as a business? You have to know that at least to get a, a decent picture and, and a decent audio. Those are the two first things as a, as a small business. As a, as a small, medium-sized business, if you can invest in somebody professionally coming in and helping you through the process, it works out to your benefit. Unfortunately, it's, it could be costly. It's like taking your car to the mechanic. There's a certain set of steps that go into it to make sure it turns out right and so that you still have brakes when you get down the road. Right, right. Yeah, and more than anything, I realize that video really is an art uh, in many ways. And not just the storytelling, but there's so many different ways to tell that story visually, audially, that are all going to create these unique emotions that we went through. So just some, some advice for people, some tips for people that are listening. And they, I guess one of the things that we should, that we haven't really talked about is getting back to how I began the podcast of the importance of video in your marketing, you know, both inside and outside social media. Do you want to sort of speak to that? You know, some of you may be listening, well, I get it. It's going to cost a lot. Is it really worth that investment? What's the ROI of doing that? And I'm sure you get asked this a lot. 
And because you've been doing well, you know, successful in your business, I know that you've been able to respond to that as well. So how do you, you know, how do you answer that question? When it comes to, to ROI, you have to set, just as in anything, set goals that are reasonable and attainable. So for a, a small business that can't afford to spend all its money on metrics, it's how can we use this video in different steps of our process? So if you, know, if you have you know, the marketing funnel, you know, people know, getting people to know, like, and trust you, how can that one video touch some of those steps of your, the process of getting people into your system to, to hopefully you know, sell to them? So the, that video, if your website is their first contact with you, that video should be on the front page. And then when you meet with them and, and present your product or proposal, you should ask them, have you seen my video? And if not, you should have the ability to pull it out right there and show it to them because in one minute or however long your video is, you can tell them, in a video, you can tell them way more about your business than you ever could sitting you know, face-to-face because you have the option, you have the ability to show and tell. Mm. So you can you know, verbally tell them something, but you can show them something so they get twice as much information right there at that one time. That's how you can you know, measure it by knowing that we're going to use it in this, this step of our business and in this step and it, in coming right out and asking them, have you seen our video? That's the easiest way mm. for a small business. Also make sure that you post it on Facebook and Twitter and all your social sites and then probably pushing it out every, you know, have a strategy to push it out every so often through those and blog about it and really make it something that you use as a tool and not just let it sit there and hope that it's going to work for you. That's a great idea. And I think a lot of people probably think of video as something, well, it's part of an infrastructure in order for us to humanize our brand and tell our story. It's something that if we have a website, we should have a video up there that really, you know, tries to, to, to bring people in and get them deeper into our website and, and, you know, contact us. But also that tactical way of thinking about your marketing funnel. And if you need to have at least five touches with a potential client of figuring out, you know, why don't we make one of those five a video and which part of the process would it make sense to do it in? That makes a lot of sense, especially for companies that have maybe complex business models or complex products and the website visitor just doesn't know, how do I work with you? I'm assuming that can be really, really strategic as well. Absolutely. And and really to look at video, how can it enhance every step of the customer experience from when they first contact you to now they're satisfied and they're happy customers and we want to get more, have them refer people to us and get more business from them and all those things. So, and I think when businesses start looking at video like that, it's the economy of scale. Yeah, it's going to be a little bit more, but now it's a whole strategy that they can build out and they're already doing these things. It's just adding video as one more tool to their marketing toolbox. Yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. So one thing I wanted to ask you, and I'm also going to give you virtually, well, physically, I guess the mic at the end here uh, for any, uh, you know, final things you wanted to share. But I get asked by a lot of companies from a social media perspective, should our CEO tweet or should our CEO be forefront in our blogs and what have you? And obviously it comes down, every brand is different. For videos, how important do you think it is that CEOs, executives of the brand come out and are, are you know forefront and facing the customer directly? Or are there a lot of cases where that may not be the best strategy? I haven't seen a, a case where they shouldn't do it. I'm just consistently seeing you know, examples where the CEO should be out in a video uh, as soon as he can get it done because it, it helps the brand internally and externally. You know, he's the face of the brand. The other thing is it does, it builds rapport with the, the customers and the clients. And if something terrible was to happen, he's now got that relationship with them. So it's really, think of BP. I mean, there were lots of things that went wrong there and we could, that's a whole, that's a different podcast really. But if, if he had had some kind of presence before then, 
it would have it would have made that whole you know that awful situation a little bit better for him and the company if they had put him out there a little bit more. It's, it's funny you mention that because I've worked with a, a utility company and they originally wanted to use social media for crisis management. And I took a step back and said, you know, we should be proactively engaging and proactively building goodwill. And I guess a video coming from the top of your brand is really, you know, one of the best ways to do that. And in fact, that, that company planned on doing just that. So that makes a lot of sense. So Jason, I thank you for your time. We've, we've covered a lot of very different types of video-related topics that I often get asked and was curious about. Anything else you wanted to add for you know the listeners of the podcast that are looking to leverage video more for their social media marketing? Just to, to make it, you know, anytime you're creating a new website, anytime you're doing any new branding, look at how video might fit into that. And video, there there's tons of ways to get videos created. There's you know there's there's Craigslist, there's local high schools. I mean, there's there's risks to all those. I mean, but not every company can afford a you know professional you know, production company. So it's you know, try to find, do what you can with what you have. I mean, you guys, small business owners, we've done that for years. Is you go as far as you can by yourself, and when you get some extra money, you put you invest in it, and you go to the next level. Uh, you know, just be careful to make sure that you, whatever you do, represents your brand well. Great advice. And if you're curious, if you go to MaximizeYourSocial.com, you'll see how I've used the book trailer. It's, it's literally front and center when you go to the homepage. There's also an embedded widget of it on the right-hand sidebar. And, you know, it can be embeddable anywhere. It can be embedded within my blog post. It can be embedded when any social media blogger wants to share the statistics that I have in that book trailer video, what have you. So it, it really is a, a powerful medium that can really, as, as you heard from Jason, really put your story, your brand, and create this emotion with viewers worldwide in a way that just written text cannot. So I hope that's given you some great ideas. Once again, this is Jason Duncan, MillerFarmMedia.com. He is located right here in Irvine, California, where I am as well, which made this podcast very convenient in Orange County. I thank you for listening to another podcast. Always enjoy your five-star ratings on iTunes as well as any comments. If there's any topic you want covered on this podcast, please reach out to Neil Schaefer at neil at MaximizeYourSocial.com. That's it, everybody. Make it a great day. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Maximize Your Social. We appreciate your iTunes subscriptions, ratings, and comments. If you would like to appear on this show or recommend content, please contact Neil Schaefer at neil at MaximizeYourSocial.com. Thanks for listening and have a great day.